This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hello, we are here for More Happier, a podcast where we get more happier. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Grudge. Today, we'll talk about something that has surprised me about my daily visits to the Met, and we'll talk about something funny Elizabeth saw on the picket line. But first, Elizabeth, something making us more happier. What is making you more happier? Well, Gretch, I am more happier about a trip I'm about to take mm. with Jack and Adam and Nacho and Daisy. Ooh. So summer is ending, and Adam and I thought it would be fun to just do a short getaway with the dog. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, as my new identity as a dog person. Yes. This is not something that ever would have occurred to me <laughs> for the first several decades yeah. of my life. But now I love being with the dogs. And so we found a hotel in Carmel, California, that takes dogs. And we also learned Carmel is apparently one of the most dog-friendly cities in the country. Ah. And it also has a, a dog beach. And there aren't actually very many dog beaches. There's very few. So we're going to go to Carmel with the dogs. We're going to go to the dog beach. You can take the dogs to restaurants. They have like, you know, bags (laughs) everywhere in the town. So we're just doing a little dog getaway, which is something that I think will make us happier and be an adventure for the corgis. It's a good example of that idea that you don't notice information floating around in the world until it's relevant to you. And then all of a sudden you notice it because I don't remember ever seeing any city described as a particularly dog friendly or a hotel as a dog friendly hotel. But I'm sure that once you're thinking about it, but of course you just do a Google search. I'm sure many, many people want to do exactly this. Yes. And it's fun because, you know, not all dogs, I think, like to travel as it happens. Ours like being in the car. Mm -hmm. They don't get car sick. Yeah. They're quiet enough at hotels. So anyway, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited about it. I'll report back to you. Barnaby is fine in the car, but he definitely does not want to get into the car. And I we get the sense that he is not enjoying it. He's not whimpering or, mm. or, or getting sick, but he doesn't seem very happy. Will they eagerly jump into the car? 
Yes. I mean, one of them can't actually jump in, but yes, they're eager to get in the car. I think they associate it not with going to the vet, but with like going somewhere fun. They yeah. love looking out the window. So it's a fun thing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Barnaby definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He, he travels. He, he He's an okay traveler, but it sounds like they're, yeah. they're, they're more enthusiastic. Oh, that'll be so fun. I can't wait yeah. to hear about so that. So I'll let you know how it goes. Hopefully <laughs> yeah. it'll all be smooth. Gretch, what about you? What is making you more happier? Well, you know, I love to read. Sometimes I get a same day book. And I love a same-day book. And a same-day book is when I start and finish a book in the same day. And I just did that. I read The Sundial by Shirley Jackson, which I highly recommend. If you like Shirley Jackson, I was talking to a friend about this, and we both agreed that we like The Sundial better than The Haunting of Hill House, which is probably which is a much more famous novel by Shirley Jackson. It, and she's a very particular taste. Like, you either like that kind of thing right. or you do not like that kind of thing. Now, sometimes I, it's sort of like binge-watching a TV show. I think sometimes if you read something too quickly, you lose something because, because there is something about going away and picking something up. It maybe sinks in more deeply. But there's also something to be gained with just being immersed in a world and you remember all the connections and all the names. And I, and, yeah. and, but anyway, for me, there's just a special kind of deliciousness to just sinking into a book and making it all the way through. I mean, and it's hours of reading, so it's not often that I have that kind of time, but when I do, it makes me so happy. Well, here's a question. Was this like, were you laying in bed reading most mm. of the day? Are you reading on the couch? Are you outside? Like, what? where are you doing all this reading? And was it you just sat down and read through? Or mm. tell me about it. I'm curious. Well, I did read it in pretty big chunks. I didn't power through the entire thing. Though I did, I once read about some, what book was he reading? Somebody was saying how he was, he picked up a book that was, this is like somebody in the Victorian age or something. He picked up a book from a, someone's, a friend's mantelpiece and just leaned against it and read it and was reading for so long that when he moved away, his whole arm had gone, had just completely fallen asleep because he'd stood there for so wow. long, just enraptured. So I didn't I didn't do it all in one, but I would say I did it in like three or four major chunks. So I was spending hours reading it at a time. And so we rented this house outside of New York City for part of the summer. And I love to read outside on a covered porch. And they have a great porch for reading. It's very mm. shaded. And it hasn't been, uh, surprisingly in New York City, it hasn't been terribly hot. And I run cold, so I can, I like a much hotter temperature than a lot of people so I love reading outside. So I've been just lying on an outdoor sofa, reading in the shade, reading the sundial. That does sound like a perfect vacation for you. Yes. I couldn't imagine a better vacation yes. for Gretchen Rubin. Yes. Well, you would love that too. You, lo you love to read. Yes. That's your favorite vacation activity. So yes, it felt, yes. It Although just felt great. I, I think I've mentioned to you though, that since listening to so many audiobooks and podcasts, I mm. now have a shorter stamina for reading mm. actual pages. Mm -hmm. So I need to build up my mm -hmm physical book reading stamina again, because I've noticed that about myself and I don't want to lose my ability to just sit down and read a book for three hours, right? which right. I used to do easily. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's my yeah. situation at the moment. Well, the funny thing in my household is both my husband, Jamie, and Eleanor are reading It by Stephen King, which is like a thousand pages long. I mean, it's the one is from the library book yes. and one is we just bought it. And it's the most gigantic book that you've ever seen. And so I, I'm like, who says people won't read long books? Because That's these, true. Are, these are true. books that you could not read. And they are not same day books for anyone. 
Yes. Well, that's fun. I'm glad you're getting your summer reading. Yes. Okay, Gretch, coming up, there's something I've been meaning to ask you. But first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Gretchen, we have talked so much about how you started going to the Met every day for your five senses project. And you're still going. Yeah. And my question to you, Gretchen, especially someone who's an upholder and can be rigid in your schedule and feel like you don't have (laughs) flexibility, is this feeling now like an obligation? Is it something that you love to do? Is it something you want to do? Or is it just your upholder reflex is making you do it? Are you going to keep doing it? Like, what's the thinking on your daily visits to the Met? Tell me everything. Well, here's the thing. You're absolutely right. I can definitely be rigid. And once something gets in my schedule, it can be hard to get it out. That's the tightening that upholders can sometimes feel. And I thought, going into it, I thought I might feel that way about going to the Met every day. It felt like it might become really burdensome. Though, of course, I'm feeling incredibly lucky that I can go and that I live close enough to walk and all that. I just thought it might start feeling like a lot. Here's the thing. I love it more than ever. It is such a treat. It Mm. is just a delight. And, you know, it's kind of a mandatory recess. It's just like I leave Mm. and I go and I just do whatever I feel like. There's always something to see. I walk around. I'm outside. Every part of it gives me energy and calm and, and ideas. Like a lot of times I'll get ideas when I'm doing it. And I don't make myself stay long. So if I don't feel like staying, I just go in and go out which I've done sometimes. But, you know, and usually I stay, I look at, look at a few things. I'll have, give myself a little quest. But I think it's, it's recess time. You know, you need mm. to go out for recess. And that's what it is for me. And because I do, because of being in a polder, I do need to have a thing that's on the calendar just to make sure that it gets done. And so I think it's a really good combination of exercise, going outside, stimulating my senses, having something to do, but also nothing to do. So I love it more all the time. You're also learning a lot, I would imagine. Yes, I am. I am learning a lot. Kind of odd, patchy things, but I am learning a lot. I learn a lot of vocabulary. Oh, but here's the thing. Alyssa, I've been meaning to tell you this. So something happened very recently that I absolutely did not expect. I mean, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have even known about it. So You know how I always have quotations running through my mind and I'm constantly looking up quotations? 
Yes. Yes. Okay. For anyone who doesn't know, yeah. yes. Yeah. If any topic of conversation comes up, you're like, ooh, I think um, Borges had something yeah. interesting to say about that. Let me find it. Yeah, yeah. So I have, so they're just constantly kind of running through the back of my mind, just chiming in and like these, these little fragments and phrases. And, and, and then I'll often go and look them up. And of course, I spend a huge, huge amount of time writing them down. If I find something, I'll put them, I have all these documents that I store them in. So it's a whole process for me. But anyway, and I, and it's it's just so much part of my life that I hadn't really thought about it as being this soundtrack that I have, which is the soundtrack of quote of just like passages or phrases mm. that are in my head. So this is the thing that just left me flabbergasted. So now I'm starting to have that visually with images oh. from the Met. I've seen images so many times over and over and over again. And it's not like I remember the 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 ty- the the name of the painting or the sculpture or whatever or the the artist. But I'll see something and it will echo in my mind. It will just flash through in exactly the same way. For instance, Eleanor has long wavy hair and for Christmas a couple years ago, our mother gave her this ro- long red velvety rope like to the ground. And so she had she had washed her hair a couple of hours before, and she had part of it back in a clip. So it was sort of like half gathered on her head, and then these long tendrils hanging down on this velvet, deep red, scarlet robe. And she walks in, and I'm, I thought, oh, my gosh, you're exactly reminding me of a painting. You look exactly like this painting. And it was just flashing in my mind. So I run to the computer, look it up. It was King Lear, Act 1, Scene mm-hmm. 1, by Edward Austin Abbey. And I knew exactly where it was. I'm like, it's on the it's on the top floor of the American Wing. I can see it on the wall. And indeed, it was in the American Wing. And if I can, I'll post I'll post a picture of her reenacting it and a picture of the painting. I mean, then when I actually looked at it, the the woman in the painting, her hair was in braids. It wasn't exactly the same, but you definitely saw why I made the visual connection. But that had never happened to me. I mean, now it's starting to happen a lot. That is cool. That's a real change. That's like a rewiring of the brain. That's what it feels like. That's exactly what it feels like. It feels like a whole new thing just happened in my head. Well, what's also interesting is I don't think either of us are particularly visual people. No, no. We're more word people. Yes. So it's interesting now. I totally get the soundtrack of passages. That's, I love that phrase, first of all. But now to have this soundtrack of images yes. along with it, yeah, yes. that's a real enhancement of your life. And I mean, again, deepening your whole five senses journey. Yes. That's, yes. I mean, what's funny is you already wrote the book on the five senses, yes. and now you're discovering this whole other thing. Yeah, and, and it's something that I would never have. I mean, and maybe people who are artists experience this all the time. Like maybe I'm they sure constantly, they do. D- just like things are flashing through and and references and illusions and reenactments and and seeing things. I'm sure that they do. Yeah, but I would never course. have thought that it. I would never even. I just would never have even occurred to me as to be so. So it was just. It was. It's just been startling to have it happening. It's like the slideshow is just starting to go. Mm, well, I want to hear, I want to keep up to date on that. I want to hear about it because that's fascinating. It's super fun. And now for a spotlight on a tool. This is a new premium feature in the Happier app. Okay. The people who use the Happier app, there was the number one most requested feature. Hmm. 
You asked, you got it. It's for the Know Yourself Better journal tool in the Happier app. You can personalize the app experience with your own journal entries, your reflections, your insight. You can write about your tendency. It's saved and it's accessible in the app. You can edit it and archive your responses. So there's reference. So as you're trying to figure out how to achieve your aims, you can use this as, as a resource for yourself. And you, if you have a subscription, you can unlock this feature. If you're using the Happier app for the first time, you can sign up and then you get the first month free. Just go to thehappierapp.com to learn more, or you, you can download it from the App Store or Google Play. This was not easy to create, but people really, really wanted it. So it's in the Happier app. Oh, great. That's awesome. Yeah. I got to uh, check it out for myself. Yeah, you can use it, Elizabeth. I am a subscriber. <laughs> Coming up, Gretch, there's something you've been meaning to tell me, but first, this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. Gretch, I love eating sandwiches like a grilled cheese or a peanut butter sandwich is my ideal lunch, but I'm very aware of my carb intake, so oftentimes I avoid sandwiches. Luckily, Hero Bread has remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no-net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus it has protein and fiber. I have been using it to make grilled cheeses, and I use their tortillas to make a cheese quesadilla, and I am in heaven. Hero Bread tastes great, has a terrific texture, and helps you meet your nutrition goals. Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use Happier at checkout. That's happier at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Okay, listen, there's been something I've been meaning to tell you. I got the biggest kick out of that image uh, from the picket line that you sent the other day, the one of John Hamm. Yeah, so I sent you this. Now, I wish I could say I saw this in person. I did not. I missed John Hamm on the picket line. I think he was at Disney, mm. um, and I go to Disney a lot, but I did not see him, which makes me sad because you know how much I love John Hamm. But there's a great picture of him, and he's holding a picket sign that says, that's what the money is for. And that is a famous line from Mad Men that both you and I love. Yeah, Elizabeth, when I saw this, I was just like, we went through this whole Mad Men thing together. 
And that is one of the most iconic lines. Yeah, so Gretchen, John Hamm plays Don Draper, and he is Peggy's boss, Peggy played by Elizabeth Moss. And they have this scene together in one of the most famous episodes of Mad Men Ugh. called The Suitcase, yes. which is also one of my favorite episodes of television ever. So good. And Peggy is feeling resentful that Dawn won an award for an idea that she originally had for a commercial. Let's hear it. That's the way it works. There are no credits on commercials. But you got the Clio. It's your job. I give you money, you give me ideas. And you never say thank you. That's what the money is for. So, so I mean, that John Hamm is got the sign that says that's what the money is for. <laughs> that's what the whole strike is about. That's what yes, the money is, is for. That, <laughs> yes, it's like we do this and we deserve to get paid for it, just like Peggy got paid for what she did. And if anybody wants to see the picture of John Hamm with his picket line sign, I will post it in the show notes. Now, Gretchen, I will say in a little bit of hopeful news that as of now, the WGA and the AMPTP are negotiating again. Finally, they've come back to the table after months of uh, refusing to negotiate with us. So I'm feeling hopeful that maybe the end is in sight. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I believe you know we have discussed how now SAG after is on strike also, which is why um, John Hamm was picketing aside from just support of WGA, and so hopefully if we make a deal, it will r- very much facilitate SAG after making a good deal as well. Oh well, gosh, that is hopeful news. Yes. And I just want to say again, Gretchen, how much everybody appreciates all the support that the unions have gotten from the Hollywood community, but also really from people across the country. So it is very much noticed and appreciated. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. Yes. Okay, Gretchen, what is our quotation this week? Okay, this is Virginia Woolf from her essay, How Should One Read a Book? And she's describing the kinds of thoughts that we have as we stroll through a room full of books. How am I to read these books? What is the right way to set about it? There are so many and so various. My appetite is so fitful and so capricious. What am I to do to get the utmost possible pleasure out of them? And is it pleasure or profit? Or what is it that I should seek? I think we all can relate to that. So, Elizabeth, are you feeling more happier? Yes, I am feeling more happier. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you, Chuck. Get in touch, Gretchen's on Instagram and TikTok and threads at Gretchen Rubin. And I'm on Instagram and threads at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And for everything related to this episode, links, photos, and more, go to happiercast.com. Bye, Gretch. Bye, Elizabeth. The best time to start a happiness project is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Elizabeth, I really want to see pictures of the corgis on vacation. I want to see a picture of you and Adam and Jack, too, but I really, I'm just picturing the corgis, like, sauntering around. (laughs) With sunglasses and, and like, 
parasols. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, yes, I will have to do a, a great like sort of photo essay of uh, right. Nacho and Daisy like take Carmel. Oh, I know. It's a, it's the picture book you can write. Yes, exactly. From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.